Hi, and welcome to F&I Talk Outside the Box from EFG Companies. Today's podcast is brought to you by MAP Electric Vehicle Protection from EFG Companies. Protect your EV customers, increase sales leads, and make some green with this exclusionary vehicle service contract designed exclusively for your EV vehicles. You'll get a chance to learn more about MAP Electric Vehicle Protection from EFG and what it can do for you later in this episode. I'm Jason Hash. Uh, I'm a training manager with EFG Companies. And I'm here today with my fellow training manager, Dave Gibbs. Dave, how are you today? I'm doing great today, Jason. I'm excited to be here with you, brother. I'm excited that you're here. You know, this week, we're discussing how to reduce chargebacks, the infamous chargebacks. Um, you know, we've got some, some points we want to cover, but, you know, just to start off, Dave, you could start us off. I can start us off. Um, but, you know, some of the, what are some of the things that cause, you know, the chargebacks that we maybe can control? Yeah, that's a great question, Jason. And, man, can you think of anything that will bring more heat to a F&I manager than, than chargebacks, right? That's a, that's a big one. Well, one of the first dangers that I think about uh, as soon as this subject comes up is really trying to, you know, keeping the rate, selling the rate over the other F&I benefits. Right, like your product, selling rate over product, focusing more on the rate, the finance yeah. reserve, right. than selling your products. Yeah. No, that is a big one, you know, and, that, and that's a struggle, I think, for a lot of F&I managers today because before the CFPB and, you know, your rate markup um, being capped, uh, it was kind of a, you know, whatever you can do as far as the reserve or however much you can make on the rate. And, yeah. And, and most places, regardless if it was Highline or not, we're making a pretty good amount of money on the reserve. Yeah. I think a lot of pay plans have changed today, but certainly uh, what would be some struggles or some challenges if I'm focusing on rate over my products? What might I run into as far as chargebacks are concerned? Well, for one, uh, as we know, whether they're buying a new or a pre-owned car in, in any state, that as soon as that car is sold and registered, that information is going to go to the DMV. And what's going to end up in these people's mailboxes and emails in the next 30 days of when they purchase? Probably less than that, a day, or I mean a week, two weeks. <laughs> right, yeah, happens refinance. Really, that's Please exactly. refinance with me. That, that's right. Are you paying more than 0.9%, right? So automatically they're going to get inundated with offers, and it may be from their, their own credit union or bank that they've dealt with in the past. Yeah. And, you know, with any customers that are rate conscious, once they get that in the mail... They're certainly, you know, especially, and a lot of people think, you know, and yes, there is a difference, but just one point difference on an auto loan, you know, we know that doesn't make as big of a, uh, as big of an impact to say on your mortgage. Absolutely. But for some people rate conscious, conscious, a half a rate, a half a point, uh, even one point would be enough to go ahead and move their business, especially if they have a relationship with their credit union. Uh, problem That's with right. that is what generally happens to the F&I, um, the F&I earnings, the F&I uh, penetration of yeah, financing. Right, when they go to their own credit union or bank. Well, they're the ones that have the control, so now we're probably looking at a, a loss of not just finance reserve, but the ability to um, add some benefits, products that they're entitled to. So, Yeah, that's a big part that a lot of times we don't think about. Not only do we take, you know, our... Our reserve goes away, so that comes out of our pocket, chargeback, right, that we right. maybe could have controlled. 
um, but also the products. I mean, we know most credit unions today, banks, you know, especially credit unions, or if you go with somebody like USAA, I mean, they've got all the products, most of the products, I should say, yeah, they really do. that we do. And, you know, since you're a member or you're a, you know, a customer, uh, you have that experience with them. Most of the time, that's another chargeback. They just don't want to finance our products. Unless yeah. maybe we have that credit union and a cuddle system or something like that, and there's an right. agreement. But most cases, there's not. So now, not only did we take the chargeback on the reserve, but we lost all our products as well. Yeah, lost a big opportunity, and that's you know that's a good segue into. I, I think that besides that, um, is you know when the F and I manager doesn't take the time to utilize an introduction, uh, maybe to download from the salesperson and understand the customer a bit, maybe do that old uh, customer interview. They really don't have the ability to tailor the qualifying F&I products to what the needs of the customers are, Jason. And I think that is a big part of the value proposition that could lead to some chargebacks with the customer. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Well, a couple of different reasons. One is just you know, exactly what we're talking about um, as far as not tailoring. Today, today's clients, regardless of your millennial, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen W, I'm not really sure, I can't keep up, but most people today, they really like things tailored to them. They want to feel like this presentation, what they're purchasing is for them specifically, right? Yeah. A lot of people are ordering things, doing things online. They don't really want to leave their home. They want things to be tailored to them. Well, it plays here too. If I'm not tailoring not only the terms, but also how I present this to my customer, based on their driving, their usage and everything, um, it, it's certainly gonna hinder my ability to sell it, especially if I have a term that's way too long. My customer's average customer today is trading every three or four years, but I'm offering you 10 years, 100,000. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what's going on in your mind, but I think the perception is I don't need that much. So maybe that's why I say no in the first place, just because yeah. I don't need that. Yeah, and even if you do happen to be successful and the customer says yes to those benefits, What's going to happen when they come out from under the ether? Well, of being you know, there in the moment. If it wasn't presented tailored to their driving habits, certainly they could cancel it. If sure. they get a third party in their ear, yeah, they could cancel it. Um, no matter what, if they're trading in three years, you're going to catch, you know, your chargebacks depending on your pay plan. You're either going to, you know, either way, it, it goes away from the dealer, which we don't want. As yeah. an F and I manager, we look out for the dealer. So. Either way, we're looking at chargebacks, and those are some chargebacks we could have controlled. It's not easy being green, but it can be with MAP Electric Vehicle Protection from EFG Companies. You can keep your customers recharged with EV battery protection for up to 11 years and 150,000 miles. Did you know most protection plans sold today cover more than 2,000 parts that aren't even in electric vehicles? or that most manufacturers provide coverage for EV batteries only up to eight years or 100,000 miles? Give your green-minded customers coverage designed exclusively for their unique needs without all the excess protection for parts they don't have. Sign up for MAP Electric Vehicle Protection today and prepare to make some green. You know, one of the dangers of not really making them about value and we start pressuring the customer is they can feel that pressure. Certainly. It could be diminishing their experience in your office. And what could be the outcome of that? Well, you know, most of the time, it's funny you say that, most of the time, if it's not tailored, we haven't done an interview, not really a lot of conversation or report building with the customer, 
um, our, our presentation also takes a hit. It, it becomes a generic presentation. It's a monologue tell, right? Yeah. We always talk about dialogue, dialogue. I'm sure you know people are hearing, uh, tired of hearing Dave and I say dialogue, but um, it really wears them down after a while. Generic okay. presentation, you know, I feel pressured. It's not, you know, I don't see any value, so no, I don't want it. And then you know, we kind of make a joke, but we get to that wear down close. Sure. Where it's, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in the in the office, and the customer's like, I'll take it. Just let me leave. Please let yeah. me leave. And, and then what do we do at that point, typically, as an F&I manager? What do we do as far as, uh, is that where we start focusing more on the price to the customer? What if I could do this for you? Yeah. What if I could do that? That's the downfall. The yeah. rabbit hole is it's all about price, and you start discount, discount, discount. Especially you've been there for an hour and a half, and they've said no four or five times. Yeah. That's all you have left. Yeah. That's that, really all you have left. That is. So you can see uh, diminished customer experience. You can see that in your CSI. Um, obviously, uh, if this is your tactics, the three things we just spoke about, man, you're, you're talking about, uh, that's really going to impact your PRU over the year and your income, isn't it? Yeah, your your most I think most pay plans today, I could be wrong, are a little bit penetration and as well as PRU, always be some gross. Um, but how do you hold on to your gross with a thorough presentation and tailoring? Yeah. And, you know, not not everybody gets the same thing. Yeah, right. you want to be consistent in your process, but not in the products or how we sell. Uh, you know, the the terms as well as the the uh, the financing. You know, yeah. It really needs to be tailored, and we want them to save some money because how else do we get them to come back and trust that you know we are looking out for you? And with all the incentivized rates and other than that, though, um, the big thing we want to focus on are the chargebacks we can't control. Some they're going to refinance. We gave them the best rate we had. They're going to refinance. Some uh, for whatever reason they had the trade early. We know that, um, but great thing about your chargeback list, though, have you ever thought about this, Dave? Especially as a director is you can use it as a training tool. You yeah, know, you really can. How do you think, it, I'm sure you don't understand what I'm saying, but how would you as a director, you've got a couple producers under you and you notice you know, your chargebacks, you, know, you notice a couple things like a lot of refis, you notice uh, you know, um, a lot of the products, VSC in, in particular, getting canceled. Mm-hmm. But they're all, you know, the longest terms, the highest mileage in terms sure. that we have. Yeah. You know, how would you use that as a training tool? Well, one of the great things uh, is we have tons of information and, and numbers available to us as F&I directors in today's F&I department. So being able to look at individually what percentage of their PRU is F&I reserve. Is there what they're charging for VSC um, you know, hundreds of dollars higher than what your other F&I managers that probably run a little bit better number and have fewer chargebacks are doing. So there's a number of ways that we could look at, sit down with our F&I producer and counsel them on ways that they can uh, present things a little bit differently and, and avoid some of those chargebacks you're talking about. And that, that really was, was one of my, that was going to be one of my final points as well as just really utilizing the connection we have with the customer, what we know about the customer to make a more of a value-based presentation, work on how the customer needs this, how it can eliminate gaps in their factory coverage. And It's interesting before. you said earlier you had mentioned the interview. A couple mm-hmm. times you just threw it in there, the interview, and I know everybody kind of dreads the, the interview, and it's 50-50, I think, maybe a lot of people take to it, but it's funny, if you look at the chargebacks, 
And let's say um, you notice that a lot of people are refinancing and, you know, we know that we're trying to get all the reserve, right? Every deal goes out with, you know, both two points or whatever the markup is. Uh, we notice on the chargeback list that all the terms are too long. Everybody's getting 10 year 100, but we know that yeah. you know, the average customer today trades every three or four years. Um, that's where I go in and look at, okay, so where do we find out if a customer has a rate in mind or if they've shopped or if they've been pre-approved or have a credit union? Where do we also find out, you know, how long are they going to keep the vehicle? How do they use it? How many miles do they drive? So we can tailor the products as well as decide, do I need to, you know, take all the money on the reserve or do I need to give up some points so I can, you know, sell 100% of my products and not worry about them refinancing later? Where do we usually get that information in the process? Well, Jason, that always comes from engaging the salesperson when that deal hits your office and figuring out, you know, what does the customer agree to? You know, what, what are they open to doing? And absolutely engaging them in a, in a very uh, dialogue-based customer interview. Yeah. And just peeling back the layers of the onion and really find out what the customer's financial goals are. And I know everybody probably, you know, again, we harp on the interview and dialogue, and we spend almost a whole day in training on just the interview, but that's how important it is. You know, you can't stress enough, uh, especially breaking down those barriers. So anyway, nice way to limit some of the chargebacks that we can control. We know there are some that we can't, especially when it comes to those terms and that reserve. Now, if you're selling Highline $120,000 vehicles, I don't know, maybe maybe keep your two points. I don't know. Maybe maybe do that. Maybe, right? Yeah. Um, but you know what? I appreciate your time, Dave. Um, thank sure. you, everyone that's listening. That's all for today. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us to let us know how we impacted your business or to ask questions uh, for us to answer on the podcast, please don't hesitate to email us at trainingservices at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we really would, Jason. Listen, thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Google Play or iTunes Store. And be sure to subscribe to hear more F&I Talk Outside the Box. For more information on EFG's training services, visit us at www.efgcompanies.com. And EFG Production.